seven styles of learning with Sherm, loving it. Uh, visual, yeah, seeing things, seeing the seeing the light, seeing the air, having that sixth sense. I know it's kind of like we go back to the five senses. You know, you can see things, you can hear things, you can smell things, you can touch things, my last name. Or you could, um, well, did I say here? Yeah, I don't know, but you get the point. The point is, when you see things, uh, having that visual learning, like a pie chart, like you said, uh, it's awesome. I mean, it really is. I mean, you, you got the picture in front of you. You can kind of depict what you want, cherry pick the ideas and bounce information off a pie chart or a chart or a poster. You know, it, it's awesome. And I, I visual learners are great. I like, I like all type of learners. I try to take some, some more visual learning myself, but I uh, appreciate it. I like visual. KT, my man, I like the touch. Uh, <laughs> I like the touch part of your comment, and you're spot on. When it comes to visual learning, I find that most of the times these are your artists. These are people that have um, architects, uh, in, in, uh, interior designers. They have the ability to see a vision where nobody else can see it. Um, they have great spatial um, relationships and understanding of uh, space. Also, I find that these are your doodlers, right? These are people that um, will sit in the classroom. Instead of taking notes verbatim, they'll write different, uh, like, little doodles. And from those doodles, they can actually recall the information that they're actually hearing. And where I think sometimes they'll try to write things in text format because they're such a strong visual learner. They don't have the same value in that kind of context. Sherm's out. Physical hands-on learning. I remember taking workshop class that was probably a fun class for me i hate I, I can't i can't build anything for my life like i'm i'm when it comes to building and a handyman i'm not no handyman i'll be honest with you but there is one thing i do respect physical learning physical learning for me is you know kind of like working out though that's physical learning because you're helping your body grow and you're kind of learning and learning your biometrics of your body and learning what you can do and push and just push further Physically learning and testing the limits, pushing the abilities of our mind, brain, soul, heart, you know, etc. Uh, upper body, lower body, uh, mind, like I said, physically learning the, the way of hands-on learning. It, it gives like the sensory neurons, when you, when you touch something physically, it gives your sensory neurons more, more interaction and your, your, your chemical stimulus and your chemical balance will just start going through the roof. You'll get these adrenaline rushes. So I absolutely love physical learning. KT, my man, the crazy Asian here. Um, when it comes to physical learning, I find that this is the personality that has the ability to just go do things and to learn on the fly. Um, and so they don't mind the mistakes. They don't mind the mis missteps. They don't mind actually even the delays because they find that I'd rather go about something and figure out as I'm learning than kind of stalling and waiting. This, uh, this person also gets very impatient with people explaining things to them. They need to be able to just jump right in and do things. I find this it's very common with like a social media that people would rather jump in on these tools use them post things up use filters and then they can always delete it and then post up what they like where um, other people they have the reluctance if they're not kind of that physical learner or doer they want things to maybe an instruction manual uh, maybe they want more of that that process if they're more logically driven they want kind of a step-by-step -step process laid out to them and so for for those people that typically jump on they're kind of the pioneers of social media they have a tendency to be those that are a little more of a physical learner because they don't mind pressing buttons and they know that they weren't probably aren't gonna break the app you know what I mean so hopefully that's helpful for those of you that are more physically inclined and understand that um, if you're more phys physical learner um, understand that you're going to have miss missteps. You're going to have 
um, things not go out the right way just because you're, you're more focused on doing and having action versus inaction, and that's just how you're, you're wired. Sherm's out. Auditory. Um, yeah, that's uh, music to me. I can't create music, and I can't pick up no instrument. That goes back to the left side and the right side of the brain, too, when you, you auditory listen and you auditory do things. I do like podcasts. I do listen to podcasts, but I learn that way. I can learn that way. But for me, I'm kind of a more of a see it kind of person when it comes to some things. I can be a little more physical. I can be auditory when I need to be. You kind of have to have a perfect balance of all seven as I'm going through the call-ins. But people like, I'm going to be really honest with you, these are some stations. I'm going to throw some names out here. Emma Dance, Celestria, Rachel B., uh, obviously Jesse and Music, probably the number one on here. They have more of an auditory mindset, and th- their brain picks up more of the, the, the skill sets for music, the English. The, they like English class literature. It's a good feeling to have when you be an auditory learner. You've got more creativity flowing compared to somebody who doesn't. KT! Anchor Nation, um, thanks, thanks again for the call-in. Uh, when it comes to auditory, yeah, obviously if you're music, musically inclined, you probably have a great auditory uh, sense of learning. Uh, but just like you, if you if you enjoy podcasts and you kind of learn in that way, it's fantastic. For me, I'm a big audio, audio learner. I wish I learned this in my 20s when I was in college. Um, get, that I can devour information at about two to three times the speed. Um, I almost never watch YouTube for like instructional. Um, at normal the speed I want it two times the speed because I can your mind can actually comprehend it about 600 words per minute but the average person speaks about 100 words per minute and so um, some people that are a little bit slower at talking obviously speak uh, even slower than that so your mind can actually wander because it's not getting information quick enough in the way that it wants to be seen or it wants it wants to be heard and so that's how it works really for for ourselves is that you want to be able to make sure that you're feeding yourself from a knowledge perspective in the best way that you can absorb information auditory um, there's fantastic opportunities now if you are auditory because you have podcasts you have audible books um, there's just a great move towards uh, voice activated everything right voice automation and so it's it's a great place to be if you are an audit, audit, auditory learner or you're more of a speaker uh, talker Shrooms out. yes 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 verbal learning I'm a verbal learner I love teaching people stuff. I love uh, hearing stuff. I, I like to verbally talk to people. I like to communicate. That's that's me. Like I want to talk to you. And verbal learning to me, it's almost like saying, I know what your next move is, but let's just talk about it. You know, whether you know the next move or you don't, you kind of have to just work with the person and verbally learn, sharing stories, inspiring people, verbally communicating, having that powerful, persuasive voice. You know, it really, it, it, verbal learning is my favorite type. I love, the, if we can talk and have a conversation that can learn insight from you and you can get some insight and grasp it from me, you know, we're conjugating and we're, we're cooperating and that's a beautiful feeling to have. I love verbal learning. KT, thanks. Asian, uh, crazy Asian here. Um, yeah, it's amazing that when you're uh, a verbal learner, you can actually speak and actually learn as you're talking. It's a very unique skill. Um, this is very common with, with professors, those that are in their teaching profession for obvious reasons. Those that are more of a trainer role in their corporation, they have a tendency to be much more of a verbal learner. I myself, I'm auditory, I'm verbal. I actually, as I'm talking to people and engaging with them and I'm listening, and when I'm teaching, I have a tendency to actually learn things the moment that we're speaking, the moment that I'm speaking to them. So appreciate your shouts, um, your call in. Sure, I'm 
Crazy Asian here, everybody. Hope you're having a fantastic Saturday. Wanted to focus this episode on um, the different styles of learning. So the first one that comes to mind is that I think a lot of people are familiar with is visual. Obviously, you have uh, wonderful tools to be able to help uh, in, in, enlighten your um, your learning. Things like Khan Academy or YouTube, um, things that you're constantly being able to see, maybe in graphic or pie chart form. And um, the next one is physical. This is the one that the person needs to literally like to be engaged with it um, in order for them to do it themselves. Another person that um, that I kind of relate to very much so is more the auditory. Now, a lot of times, auditory individuals are also very musical, um, and so they they might need more silence when they're learning because distractions of music actually they start singing along they can't get the tune out of their head and so at the same time they can leverage that by being able to memorize things by uh, by song um, the next one the the fourth one that you have is verbal this is those someone that's that can um, either communicate through through teaching or through listening in a lecture format um, and understand exactly what's happening and be able to recall better than other forms of um, of learning. There's uh, logical. That's where you have reasoning. Um, a lot of times, these are people that are. I, I think about you know your attorneys that are very logically driven minded. Uh, sometimes engineers, they're they're more process driven. They they do well in that kind of context. And then finally, you have or not finally, um, you also have number six is the social uh, butterfly, which is definitely somebody that uh, can learn by observing and learn by doing. It's um, through that process they can almost like uh, mimic someone else, like a parrot does. And you see this a lot of times in the wild um, amongst um, you know uh, monkeys. They kind of monkey see, monkey do. Um, and so this individual that has the ability to monitor others and their habits and their success um, have a tendency to do very well as they um, have have that ability to to learn through social skills. And then finally is the person that's more of a solitary learner. They can do it on their own. Uh, I think that's why a lot of uh, online. Um, online universities that popped up is that you have this self-study mechanism. Now, it doesn't mean that um, each individual has um, only one style of learning. I think each of us has multiple ways that we can actually adapt our style of learning. The question is, what's going to be your best way to be able to learn? And the moment that you find that out, you want to be able to go all in then. So if I'm in high school or I'm in college, I want to be able to identify really quickly what's my seven different styles of learning and go all in there. And then as I look at come, you know, getting out, if I look at a career, what am I doing from a standpoint of those seven different um, styles of learning in order for me to continue to grow? And um, a lot of times people, they'll, they'll jump on webinars, but really they're more um, social, so they really should be going to the the conference instead of watching it online. So again, you have the different styles of learning are number one, visual. Number two is physical. Three is auditory um, slash musical. Number four is verbal. Five is logical. Six is social, and seven is solitary. What style of learning are you? And are you finding that it helps you learn better? Sure, so yeah, learning by observing. I'm definitely someone. Not as observant as I want to be, but when I observe things, I can see things and interpret. I have to work on that a little bit. But observing learning, people who are observant learners, one thing I do notice, and they, and they tend to have the same qualities, is they seem like they know where they're at anywhere. They, like they, they're like a hawk. They're like the hawk at night. Like They know their next move. They observe things to the point where it's down to the nitty-gritty. And, and I don't want to say they're spies, but they're, they're people who are very tend to be more um, professionals that need to be more observant, kind of like 
the sit back and spectator and then take notes, you know, and just then they'll show up at the end of the day. They're kind of like that person lurking right behind you. You just don't know. I wonder who's behind me. But anyway, uh, no, joking. Uh, observant learners. Uh, seeing things, like I said, and observing is very, is very important in life because we all need to see and observe once in a while. Hey, T, you think Nation, Crazy Asian here. Yeah, when it comes to observant learning, I think you should find various professions that really admire and reward those that are observant. I think about like detectives, police officers that can sm notice the smallest details like a, you know, a license plate number or the actual description of, of describing someone. A lot more difficult to think than people kind of give it um, the, at a first glance. And so I find that when it comes to recognizing your, your different style of learning, if you are more of an observant learner, you want to make sure that your profession matches that. Sherm's out. Uh, the last one is just learning on your own. Um, kind of being solidarity. It's, listen, solidarity to me, I, I think this is honestly the, one of the worst ones I struggle with. I can learn by myself. I need to learn by myself. Don't get me wrong, but for society, we need to learn on our own once in a while, and it's it's big. But I like to bounce the ideas off. But when you we just don't have those ideas to to flow back onto and go back, having that idea of, okay, I understand it now. Kind of I can help others later, but now I can understand it. That's that's big deal. That's a huge deal because now you have a leg up on people, whereas sometimes you may not have it. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with the uh, solidar solidarity learning. I'll have to definitely think about that in my future, but more importantly, society, if you can learn in a solidarity way, you're one step ahead because now you can kind of pick and choose and cherry pick which else you want to learn uh, any learning style. KT at the Incarnation, Crazy Asian here. I, I think you, you hit it right on the head. You already noticed that you're more of an auditory, uh, verbal uh, learner. And so I would tell anybody, if you don't identify with a certain style of learning, don't worry about it at all. Don't even waste your time. I am not a visual learner, so I don't waste my time trying to doodle, draw things out, uh, try, to, try to understand like the spatial of things. Professionally, I'm not even in a career that even sees that, right? I'm not in construction. I'm not an interior designer. Um, I don't see value in that. So when it comes to being the solidarity, solidarity learner, the solo learner, I find doctors are very much uh, identified with this. They have the ability to, because um, a lot of times they actually don't even go to classes or they only pop into the classes they need to. A lot of times they study at home, getting ready, or yeah, at their home uh, or their apartment, getting ready for the upcoming boards, the upcoming exams, and they um, can watch lectures on their, on their own time. They have a great level of discipline. They also understand things um, a lot greater and I'd say quicker than the average individual. At the same time, if you're if you have the pursuits of becoming a physician, you didn't start out as a physician, right? You got an undergraduate degree, um, you got your necessary physics, chemi uh, chemistry, and biology classes and anatomy classes, but you are not at the same level as a doctor, not even close, and you're not even close to the same level as a third year medical student. And so I think once we identify for ourselves what our learning style is, then we go all in at consuming content, whatever it is, 
in that fashion, right? So you and I have identified, hey, we're more verbal, we're more auditory, podcast, audible books, uh, conferences where you're talking to people face to face. If I'm more of a visual learner, um, are there, you know, can I, can I watch in Khan Academy where I can see the illustrations, them walking through it? You know, maybe I find value in animation. Maybe I find value in reading a book. Um, and then, and then when I'm sitting in a lecture, I'm writing notes down because then I can visually see what I've written down. Maybe I'm doodling, I'm drawing, I'm, I'm doing artwork. Identify what your learning style is and just go all in. Sherm's out.